Once upon a time, there was a podcast with three hosts, and they set out to watch old movies and ponder the question, if those films were made in the current year, who would be cast as the main characters? And this, my friends, is CinemaSwap, and I'm your host, Chris, here with my two um, co-storytellers and friends, Sam hey, and Forrester. Your bean brothers. My bean bros. What's <laughs> up, bean bros? Ah! Gosh, that... <laughs> so, Real dark, like a, actually. It's like a fairy tale. Basically, the life we live right now, you know, 2021, this is, year is really a fairy tale for most people, I think. Mm-hmm. I am living in a house made of straw. Uh, <laughs> and my old one burned down. <laughs> there are wolves prowling around your house trying to blow it down. Well, I don't know if they're bro- like trying to blow it down, but they're definitely breathing very heavily near the walls. <laughs> Three very frightened pigs that live in the corner of your room. <laughs> they're my bait, but I'm pretty sure they can outrun me, so I don't know how this is going to work out. <laughs> and they're just scampering around, knocking over coffee tables and shit. Look, I keep them around for warmth. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, people in the Middle Ages used to, uh, you know, peasants would have their farm animals in their houses at night, and they'd snuggle up for warmth and also I... keep them from being... <laughs> Wolf bait. So. Chris, I thought you were going to say used to sleep with their animals, and I was like, hmm, they <laughs> phrased mm. that a little bit differently. People in the Middle Ages used to fuck their pigs. That's Well, that's also how you get werewolves. Is uh, People who fuck know. pigs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Confusingly comes out as a werewolf. No, God would be angry, and he would choose one random townsperson to turn into a werewolf. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they'd be cursed. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this movie, so... The Brothers Grimm. Oh. I watched this movie. Chris, Chris, are we talking about the movie? You mean the classic teen summer romp that you chose for the middle of summer? <laughs> this is a weird movie no matter what time of year you watch yeah, it. Yeah. I, so, feel, I feel like it's trying really hard to be like a, like a Mel Brooks film. <laughs> I don't know what it's trying hard to do. Because yeah. it's way too creepy and scary for how stupid it is. Oh, yeah. Like, it, is, it is terrifying in some parts. For how goofy this fucking film is, I, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And I like don't enjoy okay. watching it again the third time now in my entire life. I didn't enjoy it, but I'm like, I also didn't not enjoy it. It leaves me entirely confused. This is a strange, yeah. strange movie. Yeah. Now, I'm, Sam, I'm have glad you we can seen agree this on movie that. before? Uh, yeah, I, I oh. yeah. So this movie used to be my little sister's favorite movie. Uh, so anytime it was her turn. So what? So she's six years younger than me. Um, Is Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte. When um, when she was like oh, like eight eight or nine years old, she decided that that, that the Brothers Grimm was her favorite movie. And every time it was her turn to rent a movie for about three months, it was that movie. So yes, I have seen it. That, okay, so I, I need to ask that question because I think I'm like 90% sure this is the only movie we've picked where all three of us have watched it before. And that is insane. Yeah. yeah that we is. We've all seen Die Hard before, I think. Have yeah. we? Well, yeah. I think have we seen movies. it all the way through? I don't know. I had, but it doesn't matter. This movie was inexplicably like, it has sort of Pirates of the Caribbean vibes. It's got... I mean, Some it Pirates a, of the Caribbean actors. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah Cersei, okay, so, Cersei Lannister is the lead. Yeah, Lena... Lena Hetty. Lena Hetty in this yeah. movie 
is like I always forget that she's in it. I always just imagine it's like Natalie Portman or someone because at yeah. this time it seems like the kind of movie Natalie Portman would be doing. But now looking back at like Lena Headey's work before Game of Thrones, this seems like exactly the kind of movie that Lena Headey would have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like it's so weird seeing her in this being all like sort of silly and yeah. and strange because you just remember her as Cersei in Game of Thrones yeah. and that's all you can think of now when you look at her or even like the queen from 300. But just like yeah more uh, badass and stoic and it's like it's just a such a different role like she got way better with you know yeah. the more recent stuff um but yeah it's just well, like 300 300 is only a year later no I, I i know it's just it's just but such a different role for her <laughs> it, it it is it, it really is like i feel like she's still pretty like stoic and serious she's probably the most serious person in this entire yeah. film not the like, general no, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean feel, former Bond villain. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the I guess the director, casting director, who whoever, uh, was really really good at putting great actors into strange roles. Well, the director's Terry Gilliam. He like used to be part oh, of. That yeah. makes sense. That it, makes, it makes so, so much, much more sense. sense. When I saw that, oh, when I saw that at the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, that explains so much because. He used to be in Monty Python. Also directed okay, yeah. a shit ton of really classic, but like weird movies. Like Time uh, Bandits. Yeah, just like, but like some good stuff, some really stupid uh, shit. The one I'm thinking of that that's not going to help. I was going to just try and describe things from it, and I'm like, that's those are, that's all of them. When that's I was looking, when I looked up Terry Gilliam a couple days ago just to see what else he had done, I'm like, oh my god, though I I forgot the movies off the top of my head. I should have written them down, but Brazil. like. A number of very good movies that people are like, oh my god, these are classics. And then a number of like, what even is this? Disaster. Twelve monkeys? Yeah, twelve monkeys. Yeah, yeah. That's that's so weird. Oh, yeah. Adventures of Baron Munchausen. That feels more appropriate. But so like I understand like the goofiness. And now it made me think like when I was when I was watching the movie, every um every set looked like a stage play set. Do you guys notice that? It looked like yeah. It looked very much like you, you're watching a theater play, yeah. which I think is sort of the point. I think it was meant to be like that because it's these like fairy tales, all these fair or, you know, the source of these fairy tales being brought to life. Um, and just like judging, like if you think about like all the kooky contraptions and shit they had in the torture chamber in the French fortress, <laughs> like, it, like yeah. I'm like, these are stupid as fuck. But the thing is like, oh, it's like sort of Monty Python-esque, like, okay, maybe that's why there's levers all over the damn place and everything's super weird. The, like just like levers with hands like sculpted onto them <laughs> yeah yeah really really strange shit like i that was one thing that just like threw me out like this is such the goofiest torture I, chamber in the world yeah Ooh. i i would describe this movie as much better than it has any right to be yes <laughs> yes it's definitely not like shitty one thing that would have been nice is if everyone didn't have english accents i mean cavaldi has an italian accent and um, Jonathan, I forget who plays uh, General Della Tombs, like yeah, you know, Bond villain, English guy. Um, yeah. He's got a French, ish yeah. accent. He's, he he's plays trying. The, he's trying. The, he plays. He plays uh, Elizabeth's dad in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jonathan yeah. Price. Jonathan Price. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, he's and he's great. So like, there's a really really good cast in this movie. Like Peter yeah. Stormare playing Cavaldi is easily the best part of this entire movie. Oh yeah, he's this unhinged fucking lunatic he is the greatest i think the best character arc 
as slash story in the in this entire movie like yeah he's like a, a mercenary torturer for hire who yeah. then you know his heart grew three sizes bigger by the end of the movie and he decides <laughs> not to murder a couple people gets scared so much that he yeah. decides not to murder like two people gets shot and then is like you know what starting over <laughs> yeah it's it's a life-changing uh, yeah. moment for him for sure but he he's so excellent but yeah so basically no german accents in a movie that takes place just in rural germany during uh you know the napoleonic wars and one thing i want to touch on as as a big history nerd how much they lean into the napoleonic war aspect of this film almost seems unnecessary to me i love that time period of history for stories and stuff like that but it's like the costume budget for french soldiers must have been as high as the special effects budget for this movie because they had all sorts of different infantry and cavalry and ca- like it looks like they had just like stolen it from uh, the oh, Waterloo like soundstage, you know, yeah. like it was, it's so, <laughs> the Napoleon War is so important to the story of this movie that's ostensibly about fairy tales that it's like, yeah. well, I- you have to understand that Terry Gilliam just has those outfits lying around and he normally mixes and matches them for all of his main characters. But this time he's like, no, put them back where they're supposed to be. You know, everyone's wearing the right stuff. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just like different types of infantry uniforms, different types of cavalry uniforms. Like just like really the amount of historical detail that, that they paid attention to for the French army parts of this movie were impressive and so wildly unnecessary. <laughs> like it, I just, the- I like it. I think that's cool. But it shouldn't be the best, like my favorite part of the movie shouldn't be the the cool soldiers' uniforms. <laughs> the outfits? I yeah. don't know. That also feels like a Terry Gilliam thing where your favorite part of the movie is not the thing it should be. <laughs> yeah. Also, in the opening scene when they're fighting the fake witch in the barn and they bring out that little vial and it has clearly written on it, baby tears, made me laugh really hard because they <laughs> zoom in to the jar, right. the baby tears jar. <laughs> That's such a silly like they mention it as a scene before and then it's like boom baby tears and it's like what a silly thing to really focus on in this scene i i mean you're you're touching on really why this movie both works and doesn't work why it works insofar as it's it's scary it's actiony it's very just fun to watch yeah but the reason why it doesn't work is because it probably pushed that a little bit too far and basically that's all people remember is the silliness parts uh, yeah, and so when like I remember when you brought this up, I was like, I don't remember that movie being like really that good. I remember liking it when I watched it, but I remember it being kind of stupid. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The rewatch, it's just, it I was like, has, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. <laughs> it just it just has like a tough time finding its groove and balancing the genre. Like, yeah, like Pirates of the Caribbean did this better when yes. Curse of the Black Pearl came out. I don't yeah. know if it was before. It must have been a little bit after, afterwards, I think. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, yeah, this this came out after Pirates of, Pirates oh, of the it? Caribbean. Oh, Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean came out in like 2003, 2004. Oh, it's, it's hard to really bottle I that think. lightning twice, you know? I think. Yeah, and <laughs> all of the sequels to Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Um, World's End was pretty decent. Which the third one, Fountain Pirates 3, is pretty good. <laughs> Fountain of Youth is Pirates 4. Okay, that was um, terrible up until the Spanish. The Spanish are the best part of that. Yeah, and then yeah. Dead Man's Chest was the second one. The fifth one with um, Javier Bardem was okay, yeah. actually. I think there's going to be a sixth one. I've heard that, but who yeah. the fuck knows? 
Why not? Keep milking that. If Johnny right? Depp's the even making are raw, hey, but I mean, is Johnny milking. Depp even making movies anymore? Like, I, th- no, I think so. It'll be like one of the ones where they just replace him with someone else, right? Yeah, young CGI, young Johnny Depp. Or bring back Orlando Bloom. He's still young enough to act. <laughs> He's young enough to act. Once he gets a certain age, he can't act anymore. Well, it's it's him. There's there's, so... there's, there's, an, there's an age limit. Yeah, a hundred. <laughs> yeah, because Betty White keeps pushing it every year. <laughs> <laughs> She's in charge of that. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, okay. So speaking of this movie being scary, which it doesn't have any right to be for being like a PG thirteen movie. Okay, there's a couple. Like, there's a few jump scares that are like, because oh! crows coming out of the fucking corners of the screen, you don't notice. Okay, two things I hate in this movie. The horse that eats the kid is fucking horrifying. Yes. Um, And then the gingerbread man mud thing is fucking creepy as shit, and it sucks the kid's face off. Like, it's, I think that was the one for me. where That, that- scared me as a kid. I distinctly like remember me. that. Yeah. And I distinctly remember that when I like first saw it and going, this movie is stupid. Not because like it's so close to being scary there, but then they give it like a silly little voice and they make it look like the CG isn't quite good enough for that. Yeah. With the other ones, they kind of mix some practical stuff. There's some CG in this that you don't even really notice. And I'm like, that's pretty good for the time and for the budget. That one stands out like a sore thumb where you're like, this could have been so creepy and nerving. And it's just kind of, when i was a kid that scared me because all of a sudden there's this mud monster that crawls out of the well and the kid has no face anymore yeah that's... And i'm like Ugh. it's still like looking at it today i'm like i hate that but the horse is fucking gnarly but if someone just showed you a clip of just the quote-unquote gingerbread man part of that you'd be like that's fucking stupid why is it eyes all goofy yeah. like that yeah yeah, but I mean that whole scene's like also like a little like harrowing where the kid's like trying to get away and the townspeople are shooting at it and you can't kill this fucking thing. He's reforming like it's like real horror movie shit, but just in a kind of silly CGI way. My issue is if they had maybe just not made that daytime. Yeah, if that was nighttime, that would have saved a lot. Would have been a lot more horrifying. Because I- most of the other scary stuff happens in like not well lit scenes. Yeah, but it's still moody forest. There's not actually not a lot of mm-hmm. nighttime scenes. No, well, I mean, I, 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 that might be because this is still kind of a children's movie, so they want to make it. <laughs> I don't know who's scary, movie. but not too scary. So scary, so scary during the day. This movie isn't for anybody. Like, I mean, <laughs> I didn't make this movie I, for anyone. I don't, I don't know. know. It was for my little sister. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. It's. I like it a lot, actually. I, I, think I, I like, like the movie. Like it's dumb it. and it's weird, but I I do like it. But it's fun and it's spooky, Chris. <laughs> I just uh, is is a few other things. Oh, another history note: at the end of the movie, when they're like having the face off with the French general and his like manservant, I guess. <laughs> Who's my guy. other favorite character? His, by the his, way, his aide de camp, whoever the fuck that guy is. Yeah. Um, yeah. like. Ball the general ball. draws his sword to like try to fight Jake and Will, and the aide has like the French. He has a standard with him. He has the eagle with the flag on it, and he throws it at Jake, which is an insane thing to do, because and this is a history nerd thing. But those like army standards were like the main things of the Napoleon's army, and if they ever lost one of those in a battle, it's like a huge disgrace for like whatever regiment loses their eagle standard. So for that guy just to huck it at a dude in a fight, 
he would have been like, he, well, he had to be sure he's getting it back because he could have, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, obviously the movie didn't pay to that historical detail that well. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh my God. Like, they used to have guys who would fight to their death to defend those things. He just threw it at some random guy running through the woods. And just to me, as, 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 a, as a big history nerd, that tickled my funny bone because it's such a silly little thing. I, I was going to say that guy is actually the part that freaked me out the most. Not the throwing the standard, but when he gets hit by the axe, just the face and like the makeup and the hair, some part of that like really just, yeah, he, I don't like looked, it. He looked like it really hurt. <laughs> I don't like it. Every other part of this, the weird, the horse like swallowing someone with spiders, freaky. But like I could deal with it. That one was just like, Ugh, I know it was gonna happen, but it's still like, Ugh. yeah, the boomerang <laughs> axe. That thing's pretty fucking dope, though. Yeah, I know that axe is awesome. <laughs> I one thing, it's like I, Thor's hammer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's sharp, so it's like Thor's axe. Yeah, <laughs> Stormbringer. Yeah, one thing that's like fun about this movie is how they really shoehorn in every single fairy tale. Like, That's what I mean, the it's, it's great, but like everything is like okay, you got Red Riding Hood, you got a bit of Snow White at the end. The the queen, the bad queen, is Rapunzel, this evil queen from Snow White, and Princess and the Pea, all in one thing. Because you know she has like ten mattresses stacked up on her bed. Yeah, and I guess Sleeping Beauty, but like yeah, Sleeping, no, the, the, not the glass Beauty, like slippers was just the glass slippers. It's like, just like touched on where it's like, boink. yeah. I was thinking of the fairest of them all, right? Isn't that Sleeping Beauty? Snow White. That's no way, yeah. Oh, There's man. a Sleeping Beauty in this one, actually. They mentioned no, Cinderella. yeah, yeah. I, I I would say Sleeping Beauty because they did the kiss that woke up. Uh, what's Snow White? What's Snow White as well? But that's that's all. Well, that's a classic fairy tale thing. That's like yeah. that's like all of them. Right? K- kissing White sleeping like women. Rip off of sleeping yeah. Beauty. <laughs> no Snow White. Well, I mean, again, based on like a Grimm Brothers fairy tale, Snow White did come out first, like in terms of Disney movies. Like Snow White was like 38, I think. On Sleeping Beauty was, I yeah. think, the 50s or 60s. It's like later, for sure, because Snow White was the first um, Disney fairy tale film. And, yeah. Or like one of their first fucking movies. It was like 1938. Um, Actually. But that, yeah, they, they have everything in this. The, the Red Sleep- Riding Hood. <laughs> yeah, the Snow, uh, Snow White one brings me up. that The weird cackling old witch lady that's like in the town fucking so good and she yeah. has an apple she offers yeah, she an apple, apple. Like, what are yeah. you doing <laughs> like it's so it's just a dumb character but also when she's like the old ways have come back and starts like cackling and it just cuts to matt Damon being like yeah ha, 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 you handle this like that i laugh out loud i do I was like, that's comedic timing and it's like yeah. perfect well, i mean that old lady is like just begging them to burn her as a witch it's like <laughs> This is a time in European history when that kind of shit still might have happened a little bit. Like, not as much, but, like, she's really just, like, being like, ah, ah, you sure about a witch? Like, you sure is about up to something? Like, <laughs> she's really egging them on. I love that everyone, no one takes her seriously. Like, Everyone's like, fuck off, you old, right? old lady. <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo. God. Um, speaking of times and eras, when they first start losing children, I feel like at this time, not clearly in this movie, but at this time period, losing children to wolves, just things in the woods, doesn't seem that unrealistic, right? <laughs> no, I feel like most of these townspeople only had one kid, which is weird. Like they should have yeah, well, they had, lost like, the rest of them to wolves, and then when they lost their well, last they, one, they're like, must be a curse. <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably, probably, they probably all should have had like ten kids. 
Not four yeah, or five, yeah. like like like, like a whole like a horde, like a horde of kids. I only yeah. have one child left. The wolves must be full by now. This one must <laughs> be safe. <laughs> Please, exactly. wolves, playing the odds. <laughs> exactly. Just try an appetizer today. Just one of her toes. <laughs> Man, but so two main characters in this movie: the brothers Grimm, Jacob Grimm, and Wilhelm Grimm, played by two. Um, English accented characters, uh, one actually Australian, one from Boston. <laughs> and I like it. I, I love Heath Ledger. Like, it's too bad that he's not with us anymore because he would be making some incredible fucking movies today. And Matt Damon, I like Matt Damon a lot. I'm always pretty happy with a Matt Damon performance. And I thought he was pretty good in this. He, he is really mean to his brother. He is angry and he yells a lot about the magic beans. I mean, you know, when you send your younger brother to town to get medicine and he trades your cow for beans and your mom dies. Sister. You might sister hold a dies. grudge. Oh, the, si- sister. the sister dies. Yeah. Oh, so the mom's already no, dead. Though. I mean, I get him being pissed about that. However, the mom should have sent the older brother. Because what was he doing? Like looking at his sick sister? I feel like they could have sent the more reliable brother for that task. You know so he fucking was fucking send both of them. Jacob was sort of sent to, set up to fail in that. Bad management at the top means bad results on the employee level. <laughs> He's an employee. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were in the day. So you had so many fucking kids to work the, the land and shit. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. It's free labor. Yeah, but great cast. Oh, yeah. Excellent cast. Yeah, like Matt Damon, Heath Ledger, Peter Stormare, Jonathan Price, um, one Lena of the guys Hattie. from Pirates of the Caribbean, Lena Hetty. Um, Monica Belushi plays the evil queen. Yeah. When she's not a withered corpse, when she's like in the mirror. So that's kind of fun. I wonder if they did put her in old age makeup. Cause I feel like she wasn't big enough mm, at that time that she maybe well, was. You're watching on Amazon. It like gives you like the car- the actor's names at the bottom. And she was listed as mirror queen and someone else was listed as like corpse something. And I think it was a different, a different person in the, you know, whoever's on the bed with the long ass fingernails. Um, <laughs> Corpse milf. <laughs> Corpse milf. <laughs> is that what is that one level up from Gilf Forrester? <laughs> when her hair gets ripped down, she's like, ah! <laughs> I thought it was really funny that Jake just rides dead lady hair down the side of the tower and he's like, ah! and he's like all over. Great disguise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there's it's just like it's so close to being really good, this movie. Or like so close to being close to being really good, like being on the right track. And it just misses the mark in a few like key ways, but I don't know. I it's fun. It's it's very goofy. Yeah. For some people, this hits like it checks every box. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I don't know why I didn't love this a lot more as a kid, because I feel like that would have checked every box in my mind where I'm like, spooky things, it's got action, it's got yeah. dumb comedy, you know. Got eccentric Italians. That was a weird niche of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Italian torture masters. Yeah, it's got snail torture. <laughs> I don't understand what the point of boiling the snails it's, on their faces it's was. It's so you get escargot at the same time as torture. Mm, so he's just, he's just making lunch and cooking guys. It was literally guys. just the most French torture they could think of. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it was very strange. I'm like, is it, do snails eat people? I don't think so. No, I think it, I think it, that's in my mind. That was like, oh, they're boiling snails for like 
dinner or something and torturing at the same time they get a better char if it's off somebody's face i guess i yeah who knows it's such it's, a weird choice but it's so good i was just saying the torture the torture chamber scenes were the weirdest in the entire movie because everything about them was stupid as hell and nothing made sense <laughs> like the thing they put angelica in which was like a big blender that was gonna fuck her up and like it looked terrifying like you wouldn't want to get caught in that but it's got it's also got three handles to stop it yeah, this which is also, too many handles to stop a murder machine. One button. Time, to me, to me, like, it looked like they took like the like the torture chamber right out of the Princess Bride. Yeah, or like any Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, little Robin Hood Med and Tights. Yeah, it was yeah. just a, a truly like any like any. It should have been more toned down, I think, for those scenes because it, it those took me out of it a bit because they were so fucking weird. I'm like, I don't know what the point of any of these torture machines are. There were dudes hanging from the ceiling, like, and they were just, like, whipping them in the background. It's like, all right, I mean, I guess you're getting them. <laughs> Good on you. <ya. laughs> yeah. It's just strange. But, um, so the characters that we are going to talk about today, we decided to focus on the two main characters, even though there's a lot of very colorful side characters, and we, we love Cavaldi. He's excellent, but I think Peter Stormare does a perfect job, and sh- he shouldn't be replaced. Um, although it would be David Cross otherwise. I think. <laughs> oh, see, I, I also considered, I was like, you can make this really serious and go with uh, Jerome Flynn from, like, also another Game of Thrones one. But to play on. Cavaldi. Well, he plays like, an Italian. So in serious and dour about it. And I was like, that could be very fun to just, like, flip that character completely. Not make it silly. Make him just, like, stone-faced the entire time. <laughs> Scary. But, I mean, in, in John Wick 3, um, Jerome Flynn plays a guy with an Italian accent. So he can do that. So he's got the chops. Exactly. Give him the um, job. <laughs> the people who we are recasting today, we're focusing on the Brothers Grimm. We're recasting Jake Grimm, originally played by Heath Ledger, and Will Grimm, originally played by Matt Damon. And you know what? On that uh, Grimm note, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with all your fairy tale cinema swapping action. Hey, listeners, we are back from the break. Um, we went into the woods for a quick hike. We found 12 kids. Um, we brought them back into the city because we didn't sh- we weren't sure who they belonged to. No, we Chris, left Chris, them at the we, bus station, but uh, they're safe them now. Back. We brought them back to the tower because that's clearly yeah. the closest place. There's, there's, you know, people of authority live in towers, so who better to leave them with than there a person of authority? There was two adults hanging around there. One was sort of regal looking. One was a shabby um, wolf person, but they looked like they knew what they were up to. <laughs> An old lady and her keeper, you know, and her assistant. <laughs> her seems seems very trustworthy. Worker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very trustworthy. This um, this Harry Wolfman, that's your that's your support nurse, is your personal nurse? Oh yeah, yeah okay. Your your lover? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he. I mean, yeah, they wanted to I kind mean, of. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. My queen. Well, he's a he's he's a personal support support care worker. Right? <laughs> the terms fuck Real. boy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Wolfman. Wolfman Buck Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that one, Chris. Yeah, I'm fuck, I got that. nothing. Speaking of fuck boys, people I'd fuck. Yes, there we go. Yeah, let's Not talk now. about Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll talk about his character, Jacob Grimm. And for my new version of the Brothers Grimm, I have Jake played by Bill Skarsgård. I, okay, think, yeah. I think he's got a similar ish kind of like. I mean, he's sort of a weirder looking guy. That's just because he's like Scandinavian. 
you know. Shots Sorry, fired. Or, or, no, I mean, no, he's just like, he's got a bit more of like Swedish. a, um, <laughs> he's, yeah, they're Swedish, like kind of like a, um, not like nerdy kind of look to him, but like, like he's a good, he's a good enough looking dude, but he's like a little, a little skinnier. Like I could see him being like the, the bookish brother, the one who's into the stories and the, the legends and the folklore and all that stuff. And I mean, you know, he could definitely actually do a German accent. Like he's from Sweden, but like they can do like a, you know, a vaguely European accent anyway, which would be, which a would be better. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like, oh, he's European-ish, like a Mads Mikkelsen type accent. You know, it's like, you're just from somewhere over there. <laughs> European-ish. Um, yeah. Bill Skarsgård, like him not being creepy in this way, because he plays a lot of like weird, weird characters, but like actually just being like kind of fun and like, cause he does do that as well. Like he is, I think in real life, like a pretty chill dude. And like a nice, nice and fun guy. So I think he would be uh, a, a good pick for Jake, you know, like kind of the, the stubbly beard and the glasses and everything. Yeah, I can definitely see it. I mean, you're right. He has kind of a weird look to him, but I see what you're saying by like, it, he looks kind of naive slash a little bit scrawny. So like, yeah. and also I think once you slap glasses on him, like I think he looks better with a little beard too. Yeah. Most of his creepiness is just, he has very like, piercing eyes they're just slightly not right is the best way he's to got put sunken it. he's got sunken eyes a little bit too but. yeah he looks a little bit starving which is fine for this character <laughs> that's perfect yeah uh, and yeah i think like with a little bit of a beard and the glasses you wouldn't even recognize him and you're right that like the scars guards in general are pretty like fun funny people uh so i can see it working it's definitely i was not expecting it well he's not supposed to be the most charismatic one of the two right like Will is the, you know, the leader of them. And he does all the, the loud speeches. Yeah. So I thought he would be a good one for the, you know, kind of quieter, soft-spoken um, one who just wants to, like, learn about all the myths and legends around Germania. Or should I say French-occupied Germany? <laughs> Germany in quotation marks, because it wasn't formed until, like, what, 1800 sometime? Germany officially became a country in the 1870s. There but, you go. I mean... Germany was an area since like Roman times. Bavaria. <laughs> well, I mean, there was like a fucking. No, Chris, Chris, above uh, area. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Three I was words. making a funny. I'm and a you're funny just getting guy. me into my, my third year history of Germany class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just wait till uh, like fourth or fifth year. It gets a little bit weird. <laughs> True, because at this point it would have been like French occupied Prussia or French occupied Austria. Oh, essentially uh it's mostly i mean there was like a holy a roman hundred, empire <laughs> holy roman empire holy roman empire had disappeared by this point so yeah. it's like it was a like hundred like independent states and then prussia and austria kind of around them and those were the you know anyway more history facts because i can't stop <laughs> anyways <laughs> Bill Scars Scars. sam who did you pick to play jake uh i went with uh joseph Gordon levitt Mm. Ooh, it was on my that's list. Good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I felt. Uh, I thought so. Like I thought, the entire movie, I found Heath Ledger a really strange choice for that role. He didn't really look like. I don't know. Like Heath Ledger normally plays like a lot of. I want to say the heroes leads, like the yeah he plays yeah. So or he plays the to, Joker. Yeah. <laughs> But to put it, but to put him in a role where he's kind of like nerdy and I don't want to say not handsome, but less than handsome, was 
a strange choice. And I think that's, that's like, that's the type of role that Joseph Gordon-Levitt could rock. Cause he's like, he's good looking and, and <laughs> he, he's good looking. And, and I think he'd fill that role, but I think he does like the nerdier um, kind of outcast brother a little bit better. You want to know where I got these stories? <laughs> That's it. That's enough Joker references. Yeah, yeah um, I like. <laughs> I uh, I like that Pixam actually because I, I definitely can see him looking very similar, like in the costume. I think just with like darker hair, essentially. Yeah. I I like that. Yes, you're you're totally right. Heath Ledger usually does play like the handsome hero. If you're thinking of stuff like a Knight's Tale, or um, I think he was in one Ned. That wrong time I'm thinking of. Oh, um, that's uh, uh, he was in Brokeback yes. Mountain. He's in Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy in that. Um, no, the rom-com you're thinking of is, oh my god, she's just not that into I hate you. About you. Oh yeah, ten things I hate about you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's in the Patriot. I forgot about that. Oh yes, he is in the Patriot. He's Mel Gibson's son in the Patriot because they're both Australian, but they're American. <laughs> they're both. Yeah. That's a weird. Anyways, yeah, they yeah. have English accents. That movie. Yeah, no, yeah. George Gordon-Levitt, little JGL for the uh for the heads out there you know for the the uh the ogs the day ones yeah i think that makes actually pretty mm. good sense too and i did have him listed for a bit but i felt i felt weird putting him into that role because it does feel like the role he always plays and people always cast him as like really young and it's clear with his recent movies that he's really trying to get away from that <laughs> but i was like eh, it's fine I'll, I'll pick someone else i'll let you have this one <laughs> but yeah i think it's a solid pick um Similar to Chris is where like you have someone who looks young and a little bit naive, even though I don't know how young Jerson, Joseph Gordon Levitt is. He's forty. Okay, that's not bad. But I mean, like age doesn't really matter here. He doesn't also <laughs> look that old. <laughs> he just like, he has doesn't... to look younger than like a five hundred year old witch queen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone who died of the plague. Real low bar. <laughs> or didn't die of the plague, who just got ravaged by the plague. Actually, did she even maybe the plague she, made up? Part. She found she found the spell for immortality, but not for eternal youth. Yeah. So she was just like a fucking beef jerky stick lying in the bed. <laughs> but she was still a jerky alive. person. <laughs> yeah, it's Just a little like, Beetlejuice. Truly horrible, like being alive forever, but then looking like a fucking like slab of dried meat because you're just so fucking old and decrepit. Like, you know, she could still like clip her nails and stuff. Like, there's she, basic things she could have done. Well, pens. No, in. for a forester, if you're gonna look like a fucking pepperette, you're not clipping your fingernails. <laughs> yeah, Queen, <laughs> Queen Slim Jim. <laughs> God. Excellent, uh, Forrester, Who did you pick to play Jake? Okay, so I went a different direction with this. You guys were both like, "Oh, Heath Ledger, maybe too handsome, too fun." I was like, I like that. I want all the handsome and all the fun. I did you go with Zach Efron? I did not go with Zach Efron. Henry Cavill. <laughs> no, both. Can we get one more guess? One, one more guess. Yeah. Um, Steven Seagal. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> no. I mean, all solid guesses. They all were in my list, but not yeah. as uh, Jake for a bit. I went with Ryan Gosling. Nice. Um, I like that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he's he's a pretty fit guy, he has a thin face. So I think you put on some baggier clothes, you hide his fitness a little bit more. Um, but he's I think he can play naive fun very well. Um he hasn't done it as much recently, but I, I like that idea. Also, he I know he can grow a beard, 
but I bet but it's you sort of like the... a patchy thin. It's like a patchy short beard <laughs> in the movie. So I bet you he has the same problem that every blonde guy has. I'm I'm starting. Not me, well, Chris. Really? <laughs> so for the first few weeks of you growing that, it looked good. Yeah. Okay. Well, he grows in thick, lustrous, and even. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find some photos. <laughs> Yeah, try. <laughs> Anyways, I think you could pull off the weird patchy and like the glasses a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I really want to see him act aside like the person who I picked for Will. I think it could just be a lot of fun. And I'm like, this movie, I'm going to tilt it more towards the fun. Even though it's already pretty fun, I think we can move away from the horror a little bit. Yeah. it. it yeah, they, they were like, they dipped the toes into the horror and it parts, some parts are genuinely freaky and like scary and weird, but it's just... It, it's so inconsistent that when it happens, it's, it's so jarring because you're like, Jesus, I was enjoying this for a minute. Now <laughs> <what the> f- <laughs> yeah, it pulls you around a lot. But I, I mean, I like that. Yeah. Also, specifically, I mean, this is more for the Will character, but this movie has phenomenal wig work. The best wig work I've oh, ever yeah, seen. Oh, yeah, Matt Damon's wig and sideburns. He looked great. Just all of the sideburns in this movie are fucking phenomenal. And I want to see Ryan Gosling in, like, at yeah. least with sideburns. Oh, for sure. <laughs> now, speaking of w- Will's wig, the person I picked to be wearing Will's wig and sideburns in, in my version of Brothers Grimm, Gustav Skarsgård. Oh, so you so, actually picked brothers. I did pick actual brothers. Oh, okay. And they're both European. Um, Gustav Skarsgård, however, so I didn't pick Alexander Skarsgård because he's too big and jacked, like fucking Tarzan shit. I didn't want that. But Gustav Skarsgård, he's, um, he does a lot of like TV stuff. Like he's in Westworld. He's in season two. He's like the security chief that comes to the island to kill all the um, androids. Uh, he's also in Vikings. He plays the character Floki for any Vikings Great. fans. And he's that character is a bit crazy and unhinged, but very charismatic and and very fun. So I think like it's funny because like in real life, Gustav Garza is like a pretty like he's a he's a tall guy. He's in pretty good shape. He's a good looking dude. So I think they could balance like the charisma of his Vikings character with like like tone it down a little bit so he's like less crazy, but still like big arms sweeping like citizens of you know. Fuck knuckle Germany. We're here to save you. Um, it's fuck nuckle. Fuck nuckle. I think he'd be. I think he'd be a lot of fun. I think he'd look great with sideburns and that wig. Yes. I mean, you're not leaving him as his normal, like stubbly shaved self. No, 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 no. I well, he could have like stubble. He, he could look good with the stubble, but I don't know. And again, better European accent. I, I really like. I wanted this movie to for them to not have English accents all the damn time. It's like Valkyrie, you know, Tom Cruise with an American accent, everyone else speaking like English. It's like just do a German accent. I I almost cast Irish actors here because I was like, let's make it more fun. They're from somewhere else in Europe. Yeah, but no, yeah, I think the the Skarsgård brothers. I think actual brothers. I thought was very fun for this. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. a good pick, and I'm actually I, I like it. I entertained uh, Alex for a bit as one of the characters, but I think you're right to go for Gustav instead because yes, he is a little bit like smaller. You generally don't want someone who's like super jacked. I mean, there's no, there's no like muscle shirt off scenes in this movie. So like you could put the baggy clothes on pretty much anyone and like hide, but I mean, only to a certain (laughs) extent, like you couldn't have Henry Cavill 
in this role because he's just fucking are, gigantic. Are you, saying, are you saying you wouldn't have uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson play uh, play William? To be no, totally honest, I am reticent to cast Dwayne Johnson in most things because come on, you could you could put him in uh, his uh, light shirt tan pants combo. And just be another one of those movies. Dwayne Johnson. Just one of those. Dwayne Johnson, again, yeah. he could be Cavaldi if he really leans into it. I, I, I think he'd say, have a lot of fun being a dipshit. Recast <laughs> with, him as. With a, with a, with a toupee. With the wig, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the toupee and the sideburns. That could be a very fun. I want to hear The Rock do an Italian accent and just be over the top stupid. I was going to say, recast him as like the Huntsman and he has like two lines like he tells the story to his little daughter which i was like yeah the rock can do that and he says angelica near the end and that's about it <laughs> my queen yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. no gustav excellent Gustav's excellent choice again. uh i really want to see him in that wig i think that's very funny <laughs> um he also just because they are brothers like that's a good like pairing yeah and because you went with the, I think the oldest and the youngest brother there like there's a little bit more no there's actually a, even younger scars guards Valta. but yeah, there's like five scars guard kids. No, no, <laughs> he's not but, an actor. Like, no, he is. He's, yeah, a, no, he's a younger guy. Oh, I'm making a joke, Chris, because they're all actors. It'd be funny yeah. if one's like, I just, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, I want to be a financial analyst. You know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, excuse us, scars guard. That's my pick. Sam, who did you pick to play Will? I went with Chris Pratt. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a good. That's a good Matt Damon replacement. Or, yeah. or vice versa. Like I would also Matt Damon and Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd just be fun in the role. Yeah, like, he's great. I, I think it's like he's, the, this movie just needed something to kind of elevate it. Yeah. Right. I, 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 yeah. Chris Pratt's awesome. Now, is he doing a German accent? Because I'd very much like to see him do a German. I think it'd be fun to watch him stumble uh, yes. his way around. We will save you from the forest creatures. Yes, but only if it's bad. It can't. It can't be. It can't be a good German accent. It has to be a terrible one. Guten Tag, meine Freunde. My name is Bill Grimm, and this is my brother, my, my brother Jacob. Yeah, I ship that. I think that's an excellent yeah, choice. I mean, Chris Pratt's always excellent. Like, I don't know if I've seen him in something bad. Oh, Wonder Woman eighty four, but that's not his fault. That movie's yeah, bad. That's not his fault. Wait, I didn't hate that movie, Pratt but I also didn't pay. Th- I also didn't pay thirty bucks. Wait, for sorry, it, Chris so Pratt or Chris Pine? Pratt. Pratt. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. That's Prine. their Optimus's yeah, yeah. brother. Yeah. Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Optimus. I can't come out today. We got a Fortnite tournament with the boys I gotta get to. <laughs> Roll no. out. Chris Pratt you give me a is excellent. And he yeah, I think sorry. I think he'd be very good as well. I think Chris and Pratt fun is, doing German accent. Is actually a very good choice too, because he's just like because he does like will in this is not supposed to be necessarily smart he's no. definitely like he has he knows what he needs to do he's, and he's more of the conster yeah. of like the yeah. con man of things so he's I'm not kind an of, idiot i'm kind of picturing a like star lord type character yeah. less ac- he's like actioning where yeah. or more actiony we're more actiony no will doesn't but do anything <laughs> action i mean he does stab a guy with a flagpole that's yeah, really, that's all he does. That's that's pretty action. No, I mean, but, <laughs> yeah, but he's not. Sh- you know, he's less action than Star Lord is. But I see where you're coming from for sure. Yeah, so. but like I think I'm picturing like kind of like a uh, smart-ish, 
being able to con people. Like he needs to be able to be, he needs to be smooth. He needs to be funny. He needs to have like play off some level of intelligence, whether regardless if he's actually smart or not. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And I still want to see that German accent for Chris Pratt. I think that's important, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's very, that's why I was laughing like so much and like choking on it because I was like, Chris Pratt doing a German accent would be like, I'm sure he could do like a more realistic one, but he could also do a really over the top one that would just be like, out like unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Forrester? Sorry, go I, ahead. No, I actually have a great transition for this because you were talking about how much you wanted to see Chris Pine in this role. Guess who I picked? <laughs> um... I don't. I have no idea. I couldn't even tell you. Um, guess. It, yeah, Chris uh, Hemsworth, Sean Connery, um, R.I.P. <laughs> dug up Sean Connery's corpse and then put him in a wig. Puppeteered him a little bit. That feels like Terry Gilliam. Um, Did he no, pick I, Chris Evans? Yeah, definitely one of the other Chris's. Um, uh, Chris O'Dowd. You know, no. Yeah. Uh, Chris Christopher Plummer. Okay. Christopher Plummer. <laughs> Again, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, no, I did go with Chris Pine, and it's funny that you were talking about it so much. I was like, ah, yeah, you know what? He is perfect, and I'm thinking specifically of the character he plays in Into the Woods. Like, the most enjoyable part of that movie by far is the two princes being like, ah! <laughs> and like so over the top that I love seeing that. And I think he could do also like screaming very well, like startled and screaming. And then him and Ryan together, like Ryan Gosling together, I just, I want to see that. I think they'd yeah. be like, they would come off like brothers who definitely get on each other's nerves sometimes but also have like a lot of fun together it'd be like chris pine and tom hardy and this means war exactly deep cut yeah old rom-com reese witherspoon i think i actually don't remember who because that was that was a rom-com where the female lead was kind of overshadowed yeah and that's what truly it was like when i when i saw that movie this is an aside when i saw the movie when it came out like years ago i'm like this is a fun movie with two very charismatic, hilarious dudes, Tom Hardy and Chris Pine, who who happened to be arguing over Reese Witherspoon, who is also there. Like yeah. the movie was more <laughs> about them and their friendship than it was like about the romance, which was which was really great because I thought it was a very, very fun movie. Yeah. And if the director had more courage, they would have ended up together. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Known fact. Like all uh, CIA agents. <laughs> Anyways, I think Chris Pine would be a lot of fun. Also, just imagine him with like a big foppy, like quaffed wig. And of like, course. I'm like, yes. And the sideburns, yes. All of that. Um, and he does the smooth talking very well. So, I mean, we kind of already touched on this, thankfully, because of a little bit of a Chris mix up. So we so we know where Chris stands on the Chris. Yeah. Um, I'm a Chris stand. Where do you choice. stand, yeah. Sam? Um, somewhere in the middle. But I not actually. I I actually do. I think Chris Pine would be awesome. I don't think it's the best Chris, but I think he's probably one of the better Chris's for this role. Yeah, I I I so I bounced a lot around like around a lot with this, and I was so close to casting Boyd Holbrook and Sean William Scott and making them Southern for some reason. (laughs) I was like, that would be so much fun to watch. But I was like, okay, there's a middle ground. You don't have to go all the way fun. Hey, Sean William Scott is a good actor. He would have been he would have been good in this. Yeah, well, I thought I, the problem is I was like he wouldn't be a, like he'd be a better Jake than a better Will, but he's he's kind of too big to play Jake. Yeah, yeah, that's the issue there. 
Yeah. Well, you just make everybody else bigger. <laughs> the right? Rock, as will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. There we go. <laughs> just yeah. cast also, the Fast Furious crew, and then and then and then and then Dave, Dave Batista as uh, and as the Huntsman. <laughs> yeah, Angelica. Angelica. <laughs> Father. All right, I, I'm gonna have to do a quick recast on this. <laughs> I I want to even show. I almost cast um, Luke Hemsworth and. Um, Liam Hemsworth, because I'm like I wanted the brothers angle, and then when I, when I thought of them, those brothers, I'm like, oh, I know a pair of brothers or a, a fucking handful of brothers that are actually a European brothers, <laughs> a herd, a gaggle of Swedes, <laughs> <laughs> a flock of scars guards, a, a bush of Swedes, like a, a bushel Swedish berries. Yeah, that's how that works, right? Mm. Yeah, I think it's a a murder, a murder of scars guards. Oh, that's the proper I mean, that term. does sound right. <laughs> <laughs> A murder of Skarsgård sounds like a like a Norwegian death metal band, <laughs> or a really good like whodunit novel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. But yeah. Did you guys have any honorable mentions? I was you know, I was Hemsworth Brothers. But... There's so many. I almost I so these two are my initial ones were Jason Momoa and Robert Sheehan from a bunch of things. Uh, what's the one? Umbrella Academy, probably one of his more notable ones. Because if you put them next to each other, it does look like older buffer brother and like skinny brother. And they both have very fun energy. But I thought Robert Sheehan was a little bit too much fun. I was like, I don't know if he can play nerdy well enough. Um, And also Jason Momoa doesn't look like a pretender. (laughs) I mean, even if you put a weird big blonde wig on him, you'd be like, you're still a little scary. (laughs) Yeah, Jason Momoa would, would strangle witches in real yeah, life. Yeah, so those are my cast. Those are the two I was going to cast if I was like, I'm going to go in on the horror angle, downplay the comedy, make it a lot grittier and like kind of darker. Those two, because they have a little bit of fun, but they also, you know, a little bit scary. Nice. Have you, uh, Sam, any any honorable mentions there? I was kind of thinking, I was floating between Chris Pratt and uh, and Ryan Reynolds. For, uh, for Will. I think Chris Pratt's the better pick because Ryan Reynolds is it, like we've talked about this before, it's really hard to not Ryan Reynolds it up when he's playing a, but, when he's playing a character. But it might, yeah. but if I if, but if I went with Ryan Reynolds, I would have cranked that up. Leaned into in. it. Yeah, for Start sure. Both of those knobs. For sure. Yeah. Two knobs. <laughs> yeah. For they, Ryan both and go, they both go to 11 and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amazing. Well, that'll, that'll wrap up our recasting. Now we'll... Um, Quickly go through our lists again and let each other know if our new movies are as good, better, or worse than this original um, quote-unquote masterpiece that uh, came out. Peace. <laughs> it is it's a really strong good. word. Any it's listeners who haven't watched this, we did a very good job of not ruining this movie. Yes. Yeah, we um, didn't really reveal much plot. Yeah, so... You know, if you haven't watched and, and it, and it's all without them. context, so it'll make no fucking sense <laughs> yeah, what we like, did say. Doesn't really matter, anyways. <laughs> you should watch it, everyone who's listening, because it's yeah. it's weird, and like I said, it's better than it should be. Yeah, I, I also have to say, I really, I don't know why, but I really liked the CGI transition from the wolf to huntsman. <laughs> well, it now you ruined it. It, <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Yeah. It was uh, I, a lot of cracking noises, I, which always grosses yeah. me out. But uh, the weird like, wolf like, legs I, that I, stay longer I, than they should. Yeah, I, but <laughs> I, like, I, I just, I just like, I enjoyed the costume choice for the huntsman because, like, it just like it fits so well to mm-hmm. that transition. Like, it, it looked like oddly good, especially for a 2005 movie. Yeah, the CGI in this was sometimes like great like, and sometimes like oh. shit. <laughs> I think specifically it's that 
it's the gingerbread man and the mirror face is really those are just really hard things to do yeah. at that time yeah. so i get it but you know it's not bad it's pretty good i think most yeah. like almost all the crows were so you didn't even notice that i hate the crows in this movie <laughs> but you know what i do like in this movie chris's recast? recast that's right yay <laughs> So, right, Jake Grimm, <laughs> Jake Grimm played by Bill Skarsgård and oh, Will Grimm played by Gustav Skarsgård. I gotta say better. I don't, I was about to say, I, I don't mean, think it has the same level of charisma as the original, but I think that might keep it from feeling, like it'll still feel ridiculous, but it'll feel more grounded, intentional. And I, I like that. I don't think they'll play it up as much as like Heath and uh, Matt Damon will, but I, I like it. And they also do look a lot more like brothers because they, you know, they are. are. The Scar's guard blood runs deep. <laughs> I also think they would have fun. I think they'd have a lot of fun doing this like quirky, you know, Northern European folklore fantasy action horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Got... Uh comedy western yeah they're dick when they're dicking around in the like the shiny armor or whatever it is just like oh there's the witch in here like they ride in the town looking like complete fucking jackoffs <laughs> <laughs> yeah also those two screaming i they generally don't but <laughs> i think it'd be fun i think it'd be fun right, awesome yeah. force would you say did you give a rating i'm gonna say as good cool I think it it is probably it'll be definitely it would definitely be better maybe better received because this one felt like it got like this movie had I guess enough build up to it that people were excited for it and then they came into this and it's just a weird film but if you cast two scars guards people are coming into this expecting a weird film and they will be like oh this is good <laughs> yeah I mean hell like if you're casting these scars guards it could be entirely shot like in German like in with subtitles yeah but i don't think the audience really wants to read chris <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. people don't yeah, come yeah, to their yeah, fantasy to horror comedy for reading <laughs> you have to think about your target audience there chris i don't yeah, know who the target audience of this fucking movie is well, that's when that's what they fucked up on the first one is they didn't think about the target audience <laughs> <laughs> well anyway if we figure that's why in yeah, editing and that's yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah fix it in editing yeah. <laughs> fix, it um, in fix it in post exactly all right wicked uh sam give us your list again buddy cool uh i cast uh joseph gordon levitt as jacob and chris pratt as william so sam even though you were way nicer to me than forrester i'm gonna say as good because i think the maybe maybe a touch better to be honest, is Chris Pratt is is a lot more fun than Matt Damon sometimes. Um, so maybe like a, maybe a touch better because I think your cool. Joseph Gordon-Levitt pick is like a, a great kind of one for one, uh, in in my opinion. And Chris Pratt as as Will would be a ton of fun with the the fun eighteen hundreds outfits and the flourishes and the speeches he gives to the town. I'd like to see that for sure. Um, and him like screaming and being scared and running around like a goofball. Yeah, I think uh, I think you know. Yeah, a touch a touch better. Cool. A uh, a fairy dusting, better. <laughs> a sprinkle of spiders, better. Yeah, just a bunch of weird crave termites or yeah. grave termites, crave termites, grave termites. <laughs> I was trying to say something else. I don't know. I said came with crave, but yeah, grave termites. Whatever those <laughs> things are that push the coffin lids closed. Uh, okay, I have to follow that up. I'm gonna say that's <laughs> good. Uh, I. Th- 
the original is such a weird cast that I, I really I like that they went that direction. I think you went for a bit more um, what it probably should have been originally is the better way to put it. Two more comedic act. Well, Matt Damon, like they're both funny guys. Heath Ledger yeah. and Matt Damon. But you've picked two people that are better known for comedy. Um, so it won't land as flat, but it will make, if you don't change, I mean, you definitely have to downplay some of the horror aspects because otherwise those will feel very stark, like in contrast. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Matt Damon and Heath Ledger both have done serious things. So when you see them, you don't instinctively think this is going to be a fun film. I think when you see Chris Pratt specifically, you go, oh, this is going to be a fun film. And then if they had the weird spider horse thing, you'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) So it might neck snap a little bit more, but I they say as good because it is like, I think this probably should have been a comedy film. It feels like it was marketed as a comedy film. It's just not. (laughs) Uh, But yours is going to be. So good on you. All right. Yeah, we like it. We like it. We always love some Chris Pratt. Always love some Chris Pratt. I mean, he was. I saw the Tomorrow War a little while ago um, that Amazon won that came out recently ish. And it was uh, a fun enough action movie, but not perfect. But he's, you know, he's always, he's always great and stuff. And the aliens in that are fucking freaky deaky. Like, if you want some good movie monsters, Tomorrow War has good movie monsters. So, and pretty good action. Yeah, I think it was, well, I still haven't seen it, Chris. I know you liked it. Um, I described it, just the marking, it just seemed very generic. But honestly, it is very generic. Sometimes, you, sometimes that's what you want. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, just, it's just a movie. Like, I like it as much as I, I like a handful of Skittles every now and then. I don't <laughs> always want Skittles, but like once in a while, I want, a, I want a five or six. Oh, I was going to describe it as like the fish and chips of action movies where it's like, it's hard to fuck that up. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. That's a good point as well. It's, a, it's um, a plain French fries and ungravy battered chips <laughs> or fish. Ungravied. It's my turn. Yes, you're quite ungravied <laughs> currently. <laughs> currently. Yeah. I mean, give me like 15 minutes, whatever. Get that gravy on you. Uh, so for Jake Grimm, I picked Ryan Mother Goose Gosling and Will Grimm, Chris Spooky Living Pine. Nailed it. <laughs> Mother Goose, okay, I get Gosling, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, spooky yes, woods. I like that. I like that. So for that, you're getting a better. Wait, he, wait, he could, he could also, he could also be Ryan the Golden Goose Gosling. Oh, also very yep. good call. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And also for that reason, better. Yeah, <laughs> but also, also, I feel like you guys probably enjoyed this movie more than I did. Oh yeah, I guess we never really asked if yeah. you liked it at all, Sam. We just said you yeah, watched it. It was good. okay. <laughs> it's one of those movies that Sam was forced to watch a dozen times when he was younger, oh, so like he true. can't like yeah. it that much. When it's it's yeah. put in his eyes like fucking also also it wasn't very good but <laughs> <laughs> Chris yeah Sam has a weird family they force everyone to watch yeah. the movies <laughs> yeah you yeah, sit yeah. there and you Te- watch keep the eyes dinner. open yeah. yeah yeah no I I think I think better I like I like those guys a lot and um, they would be a lot of fun like but like just again just better because Matt Damon and Heath Ledger are really really great and they are good in this movie i mean even matt damon's accent doesn't it's not like quite english but it's not american either like it's not quite it's a very vague accent which is okay for him in this like it's not it's not german obviously but it's it's not yeah it's not boston 
<laughs> As I say, it's surprisingly consistent. Like both yes. the accents in this are surprisingly consistent considering they're just being put on for the buck of it. Exactly. No one in this movie uses their real accent. And everyone maybe is from everywhere. Lena everyone Hedy? is from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, maybe Lena Hetty. That's it. Yeah. Although I feel like she has an American accent in this. <laughs> they're like, no, too British. <laughs> yeah. You're from Philadelphia now. <laughs> Oh God, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey there. Welcome to our village. It's Wanna cursed, have some cheese curds, eh? It's cursed, don't you know? <laughs> oh, whoop, whoop, just sneaking past you there. Whoop. God. Oh. You want some ranch with your dinner? <laughs> also, this movie needs like 10 times more spitting. Every time they spit, it made me laugh way too hard. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, cursed. Yeah. And then later on, like, oh, cursed. And they, like, it's just something people do. It's like, you know, it reminded me of, remember Corner Gas? Every yeah. time they talked about the other town. What was the, the guys name? were Canadian, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so they were in, um, what, what was the name of the other town? I'm sure they mentioned the name. They just go, Dog River and something with a. Something with an S? Or, or W? But you're right. Yeah, Dog River was their town. And the other town was, uh, every time they Wollerton? mentioned the name, they, Maybe. Yeah, anyway, that, I think right? so. That sounds like another. Yeah, that town. sounds like right. There's definitely Woolertons in Canada. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> yes. But every time they mention, they just spit on the floor, and that's what it made me think of. It's an old corner gas gag. Yeah. It 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 is Woolerton. I just oh, go. it. good job, team. Yeah. By the way, we're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone yeah. who's like, what the fuck is corner gas? <laughs> Excellent. It's CanCon. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, boys, <laughs> that you know that'll that'll wrap up our uh, our brothers Grimm recasting and, and episode. I think we went down a, a a spooky fairy tale road here, but we came out on the other side, licked a few toads. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Grandmother Toad, <laughs> showing us the way. <laughs> Rolled over. <laughs> he was like, "Man, <laughs> I found the toad to be very fun." <laughs> Just a big fucking frog. Everyone, just go watch this movie. It, you might not like it, but you will enjoy parts of it. Yeah, you'll understand our jokes now. Yeah. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, yeah, that'll, that'll wrap up our, our episode here. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for hopefully enjoying this. Um, I think this episode was about as confusing to anyone who didn't know as someone who would actually had watched the movie. If you like, the movie's confusing. We're confusing, but that fits. That means we did a really, really good job. This is a great episode. I'm so if confused. you don't get it, it means you just didn't get it. Like Inception, you know, like people just didn't get Inception because it's such a cerebral kind of experience. That's kind of what our podcast is like. Yeah. You know, we're the Inception wow. of podcasts. <laughs> we're going into your fucking dreams. <laughs> now, Speaking of haunting your dreams. <laughs> yeah, speaking of haunting your dreams, um, Forrester, thank you. You can follow us at CinemaSwap on Twitter and Instagram. Check out all our updates. Uh, please engage with us. Tell us if you like our picks. Tell us if you uh, like the movies we picked. Tell, if you, tell us what movies you want us to recast, you know, because um, we're always happy to, you know, take listener submissions and, and think about them before flat out rejecting them. So, you know, let us know what you think. And maybe we will add it to the, the roster, the ongoing roster of films, never ending, the never ending story that we're yeah. working on. I mean, I know we did Brothers Grimm, which makes you think we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, but no, that one was just, it floated to the top. We had to skim yeah. it out. I think, yeah. I, you know what happened is I was reading something the other day about a movie called Stardust that came out in like 06. 
with like Charlie Cox and like one of his first movies. It, it was supposed to be really, it's supposed to be pretty good actually. I've never seen it. And then it made me think of Brothers Grimm. And that's why I suggested doing that movie. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, pretty much. Just pulled it out of the fucking, uh, you know, the far end of the field. The ether. But, uh, yeah, no. Thank you, listeners. Please uh, continue listening. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies uh, about the podcast. Make sure they're all start listening. Um, and you know what? More important than all of that, they all lived happily ever after. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>